Welcome to another episode of the Right Rain Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Brister, and today we're at the Sydney International Equestrian Centre for the Jumping New South Wales Summer Classic, which we've been very lucky to have amidst a host of COVID regulations, a few hoops to jump through. Anyway, I bumped into the Jumping Australia High Performance Manager and Chef to Keep, Todd Hind. Welcome, Todd. Thanks very much, Charlie. So tell us, Todd, what's your job here exactly? Are you looking towards Tokyo or have you got a bit more of a low-key role at the show? Uh, Look, I think I'm just here along with everyone else that's supporting everyone to be back out uh, competing again after a a pretty um, low-key year with COVID-19. Definitely uh, this show in particular, Summer Classic, uh, what it's best known as, um, is, is normally one of our major Grand Prix of the show. So we're all, always on the watch out in, in this Grand Prix to, to see what the future holds. And who, or sorry, how long have you been the high-performance jumping manager for? Uh, coming up two years in January. So that was uh, two years in January. So you would have been there leading into try on the WEG, is that correct? Uh, yeah, so I actually took up the role just after WEG. I was the chef to keep um, prior to WEG and uh, af- after the World Games in, in Tryon, um, I moved into the role of, as the jumping manager. And what's the difference between a chef to keep and a manager? Uh, so with my role as, as high-performance jumping manager, um, yes, I'm in charge of, of all all high performance so so from the world championships to the olympic games uh to the youth olympics uh not only managing those certain events but leading up to those events uh i'm here for the riders uh, as a support role um from from looking after show plans to to entries to um to management of of both equine and and uh human athlete um whether it be physio vet farrier um, I'm here to support all our athletes right through. So Chef to Keep was more, is more focused on a specific event, but now you, you've taken it over in a more holistic way, looking at the bigger picture. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, definitely, definitely. The Chef, chef to Keep job was, has always been something that I've been very interested in um, in, in doing and, and uh, looking after the team once selected um, prior to a Championships and Olympic Games leading right into to the championship of the games and and uh being there on the ground uh making sure that that the riders and horses have everything they need at the event and uh giving them the best opportunity to to put the best result on the board at the games so obviously for dealing with you know high level olympic riders you've got to have a little bit of knowledge yourself tell us a little bit about your competition history before taking on this role yeah, well, I mean, I've lived overseas in Europe and, and travelled around quite a bit. I've been to quite a number of, of large shows from from Five Star to um, the World Cup final um, at, at a few different venues and, and I've competed myself internationally. So I've, I've certainly been around the traps and, and seen quite a lot. I haven't necessarily jumped the big tracks, but I've definitely been there and, and seen what it takes to get there. Exactly. You can certainly uh, learn a lot by watching and, and going all over Europe. You get that exposure to the elite level competition. What's something, you know, besides distance, what's something uh, that you see as the biggest challenge for Australian-based riders? 
Ah, look, I, I think the challenges between Australia and, and whether it be Europe or America are getting um, smaller and smaller. Our, the quality of shows and, and the quality of footing is, is improving here in Australia every month. Um, we've always said we've, we've had some of the best riders in the world um, live and, and produced here in Australia and, and certainly the quality of horses we have here is uh, right up there for the rest of the world to see. Um, you, you've just got to see in the last five years how many Australian produced horses here in Australia have been sold and, and gone on to jump five-star Grand Prix. So um, we're actually not too far behind the rest of the world here in Australia, but, but definitely the distance um, the distance and, and the number of competitions is, is probably the, the biggest challenge here. So if someone was out there and they thought, um, you know, I want to go and be on the Olympic squad and I want, I want Todd to pay attention to me and make sure I get picked or uh, something like that, what sort of advice would you give to a young teenager show jumping rider out there as to how to get on that Olympic or WEG selection team? I like to think that, that that everyone's got equal chance of getting there. If they put in the hard work and the hard yards, the uh, the benefits will, will pay off in the end. They've got to have the right attitude. They've got to have the the will to win, but also understand that sometimes when you lose, you learn from that and you, you get a win win out of that, that loss. Um, so at the end of the day, if you're passionate and, and got the the drive to get there, the hard work will pay off. Bloody nothing like a bit of elbow grease. Well, Todd, I know you're a busy man. You've got to get back to managing all the personalities around the show jumping competition here. So thanks very much for coming on the right rain today. Good on you, Charlie. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm very glad we are able to get Todd on there. It's been a pretty hectic day out at SIAC, otherwise known as the Sydney International Equestrian Centre. I've been busy competing a couple young horses, two seven-year-old mares, and they've been jumping quite well. Uh, but the wind just picked up and was just blowing things around, and so we've actually uh, jumped into the car, got out of the wind, so you'd be able to hear the dulcet tones over the airwaves. And this is probably going to be one of the last Right Rain podcasts for the year, it's uh, coming into the silly season, as it's known down here in Sydney. We've got quite a lot going on work-wise, and I know a lot of people are wanting to take it easy over Christmas. And this podcast isn't going to be quite as long as what you used to. Things have just been hectic getting ready for this uh, show, which has been the last one of the season. So uh, while we have this little break from the podcast... Uh, I'm going to be looking out for some new guests, seeing who is willing to come on and share their information that they've got. And so, like I always say, please let us know who you'd like to get on or if there's a particular area of, of research you'd like me to look into. You know, I'm happy to um, talk about more things myself, but also I'm sure you want me to get some of those A-listers on the show and uh, definitely after talking to Todd, I will hopefully line up uh, some of the top show jumpers uh, that will be looking towards Tokyo. I know we spoke to Dave Cameron. He's one of them. And maybe I'll have a bit more of a report after the Grand Prix here at SIAC on Sunday. So until then, make sure you go and check out the Equestrian Hub website, equestrianhub.com, maybe .au.
I should know that, but um, it's been a long day. Was up at up at four, getting the horses on the float to drive down to the show. So head on over, check that out. We've got a lot of good offers there coming into Christmas for some last minute gift ideas. Also, a partner website, the Saddle Hub. Definitely check them out if you're looking for a, a pre-loved saddle or if you want to sell your current saddle. Definitely get in contact with Shay or Fiona from the Saddle Hub to look at getting a listing done on that. They do an excellent job. They have really good terms. Make it very easy to sell your saddle and, and present it and market it well. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in this year. It's been fantastic. It's been quite a lot of hard work juggling things. It probably doesn't seem like I have to do much, just recording uh, you know, a bit of blabber uh, for a few minutes, but it definitely takes a little bit more preparation than I'm sure some of my episodes would let on. Uh, not only just getting guests on and ask, asking them, but also lining up our schedules so we can do it at a suitable time. I'm trying to stay on the young horses in the morning before I do the podcast so I don't get bucked off and end up going to hospital. It's all taken into consideration. And then, of course, the technical difficulties. Skype, we've tried Skype, Microsoft Teams, and I've also... that interview with Todd was just recorded on voice memos in our car so if anyone has any other suggestions for a recording software or a product or app that would make it a lot easier to do call recording please let me know because I have tried some call recorders and that caused quite a drama but anyway it's just all character building and it's all part of uh, you know putting these products out there and trying new things so Thanks again, everyone. I uh, hope you have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And look forward to talking to you in the new year.